Well, hey there, friend. We're so glad you could join us. Here we like to highlight the best of humanity while offering a dose of positivity to hopefully brighten your day. But more importantly, we want you to know whatever you're going through, whatever you're feeling, you're not alone. We're here to stand with you. I'm Chuck Rendon. And I'm Amy Nalawai. And this is A World of Hopes. Well, here we are, Chuck. It's about, uh, you know, halfway through November already. Uh, my house currently smells like macaroni and cheese because <laughs> I am making mac and cheese for a potluck, a Friendsgiving potluck at work. Well, there's worse problems to have. Than I, I suppose a house so. Full of mac and cheese. I suppose so. so. The only problem is it's making me kind of hungry. Because um, mac and cheese is a weakness. <laughs> it's making me hungry and I can't even smell it. So, yeah. <laughs> but, I sympathize. Uh, but, yeah. So, you know, gearing up here here for the uh, the next round of holiday fun. Yes. Right around the corner. How How is the joy of Thanksgiving hitting you this year? You guys got any plans for for Thanksgiving or... I know your family's kind of in a different situation this year, so just curious what y'all got planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's definitely going to be a little bit different Thanksgiving, you know, since half my family has moved across the country. So <laughs> we're, we're actually not going to be together, like, physically, all of us this year. But, you know, uh, we're, we'll definitely still virtually be together. There you go. Gotta love technology for that, right? Modern technology, yep. yeah, yeah. It's crazy to me that, you know, Thanksgiving, you know, as as we speak here, is a little over two weeks away. And <laughs> I just, I find that boggling. <laughs> I, I don't know that I'm ready. I don't know that my stomach is ready. Mm. But uh, there's going to be all kinds of good food to be had. I, you know, I, I've chronicled my diet here. I, I've stuck to it. I've been eating clean, no sugar, all that good stuff. Uh, I really think, though, come Thanksgiving, give me all the things. <laughs> Is it uh, taking a momentary pause for some pie? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. All the goodies will be had for Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm sure I will just be miserable. <laughs> Like a couple of days after, my body will basically throw up the white flag, but it will uh, have all been worth it. Nice. <laughs> and I, I'm already kind of salivating just thinking about it. Uh, you know, Thanksgiving has traditionally been one of my favorite holidays just because I love every Thanksgiving staple food you can think of. I love it. <laughs> like it's the best. Such great comfort food. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Nice. It's going to be amazing. So you mentioned that you've been, you know, sticking with your food and trying to, you know, maintain the no sugar thing for now. Uh, in preparation, besides, you know, taking care of yourself food-wise, um, is there anything that you do? I know the holidays can be a crazy time. Is there anything in particular that you do um, just for self-care or, you know, mentally preparing for family holiday time or anything like that? Is there something special that you do or could recommend to our, our friends? Yeah, something that I've been, uh, that I've picked up recently. And actually, I, I took a cue from you for this. Like, I have started each day now very on purpose to just uh, take a few minutes 
minutes uh, of alone time, quietness, and just sort of meditate mm. and, and just let my mind adjust to the day. I also do the same thing at night. I do uh, kind of this body scan meditation mm -hmm. where you just sort of concentrate on different areas of your body. And honestly, I found that's really helped me uh, get ready for sleep. It, it really puts you in this like just comfortable state of mind mm -hmm. and everything just kind of goes quiet. Uh, you, you know, it's it's not something that really I, I took to overnight, of course, but gradually, like, I've noticed a difference. Like, it's really helped, like, kind of starting the day with meditation, ending the day with a little bit of meditation uh, has really made a difference, you know. And in the past, I've never really been someone who was keen on meditation. Like, I, it's not that I didn't believe in it, but I, I just never really took time to do it. <laughs> I think <laughs> like, it was very hard for me yeah. to quiet my brain. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not something that you're used to doing, taking the time to do it, it feels so awkward initially. It's strange at first. Yeah, yeah very true. That's the hard part. But like once you get past that and it becomes more routine, I guess, it doesn't feel as awkward, you know, once you get past that, right. that initial time. I think we all have these preconceived notions to if you're not someone who meditates on the regular, you just think it's something where you, you know, sit in this pose and oh, suddenly your mind goes completely yeah. blank. Exactly. Yeah. So when you try it and you're like, oh, I can't quiet my brain. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Mm. And then you realize like, that's okay, right? Yeah, you just yeah, yeah. recenter yourself. And, and it's not about like sitting in this crazy pose and like, mm -hmm. doing these like chants and everything. And, and that for me was, uh, you know, once I accepted that, it, it made it a lot easier. Like just sitting in stillness for a minute, it, that's meditation, you yeah. know? Like it doesn't have to be this elaborate thing. It's just you aligning with your uh, yourself and just taking some time to get ready for the day or get ready for the end of the day, mm -hmm. whatever it is. Yeah, right? no, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, something yeah, about just finding that quiet time and yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, focusing focusing on the breath first thing in the morning. I feel like is really helpful for me waking up and as far as like the being still and trying to quiet the mind. Uh, I feel like I think I've mentioned that with the headspace stuff that I've done right. um, that I, I really appreciated that lesson that I learned from headspace because I always did think that meditation was like completely <laughs> stopping and focusing on just the one thing and that it, it was bad to let the mind wander, but what I loved about the meditation. Right, that you were doing it wrong, yeah. you know, or something. And that's like that. what I loved about the meditations that I did through Headspace and, and the learning process of like, oh, it's okay for my mind to wander. It can go there. And I know, okay, I'm thinking about that. Now I can come back and focus on the breath or, yep. you know, the body scan thing. Like, I love that for getting ready for bed. Because it really does it's, help you shut things thing. down, you know, so that you can it, it really does. get ready for it sleep. It really does. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, especially for someone like me, you know, my brain, the moment it's bedtime, like my brain just lights up. <laughs> oh, like yeah. never, <laughs> It's like that's its most active time for some reason. So, yeah, having, a, having this routine now, you know, with the body scan, it's really helped quiet things down and just ease me into sleep. And, yeah, it's been nice. That's awesome. I love it. Thanks for sharing that reminder. I need to start being better about doing it both morning and night, but I think that would be really helpful too. Uh, my my insomnia has been back, so I think the bedtime 
unwinding thing would be good because I definitely relate to, I am exhausted, crawl into bed, and then the brain is like, oh, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going to think about these five million things well, right now. It just hits you with everything yeah. I got right now. Yeah. Exactly. Well, hopefully... uh Hopefully I can get back on the ball with that because I think that would be helpful. And especially, especially with the busy, quote unquote, busy season, you know, ahead of us. So I think it's important. Yeah, very true. Very true. To be mindful of those things. Well, awesome. So I think, I think you have a really fun story of hope for us today. Uh, You want to go ahead and jump on in and and get this hope thing going today. Let's do that. Yeah, th- this was a great story. I-, I came across this one on Instagram. It was a reel that uh, Some Good News posted, and <laughs> I-, I loved it. For- first off, you know, they were playing it against Gangster's Paradise, <laughs> which that took me back. So that- that's a whole other story. It's a, a short clip. You know, somebody uh, captured their neighbor on their ring camera coming up to their uh, banana tree, who I I guess this particular family had been having issues with their banana tree in in that it wouldn't actually produce bananas. No fruit? (laughs) No fruit for you, yeah. (laughs) But what I love is, so one of their neighbors actually took it upon himself to go and buy like a bunch of bananas from the store and bring it up. And he (laughs) actually placed them on the tree for the family to then discover. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and that is just such an amazing, amazing act of kindness and just, it's just cool. And then you can see him too, like walking away from the camera, like just sort of <laughs> with that little gangster pose. <laughs> like you just expect the little sunglasses to come down and, you know, <laughs> he's like, he's just like the ruler of the neighborhood, man. Like it was just such a great, awesome move. I, I love it. Yeah, I, I saw the video. It was making the rounds on TikTok earlier, and it uh, it definitely was cute. <laughs> the way he kind of walks up to the house, a little hesitant at first, and then he <laughs> see him stick the bananas in the tree. Oh, and I then love it, yeah. the, the way that they timed his little strut away from the house with Gangster's Paradise, that was uh, that It was, was perfect. It was perfect, yeah. That was spot on editing. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> But uh, a kind of a cheeky way of uh, showing how, you know, it doesn't take a huge gesture um, to spread a little bit of kindness to a neighbor or a friend, you know, just doing something small <laughs> to bring joy. And yeah, I just, it was, it was like, I gotta do, I don't know anybody with a banana tree, but I want to do something similar. <laughs> Just uh, yeah, just run by and like yeah, put randomly place fruit on people's like (laughs) trees and bushes and you know things like that. I I just I I love stories like this. I mean these these are my favorite because yeah, like you said, it it highlights just a just a, a simple act that completely changes someone's day. You know, and can you imagine like being that family and seeing that ring video and just. I mean, I, dude, I, I would be grinning ear to ear. Like, that's just such an amazing, uh, just an amazing act of kindness, you know? Especially for your neighbor to do that. Mm-hmm. That's a class neighbor right there. 
Definitely. He's that neighborhood's like fruit Santa Claus. You know? <laughs> fruit Santa. <laughs> Fruity Claus. There you Fruity go. I'll Claus. trademark that one. Yeah. I'll trademark that one. <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah, it's it, that was just such a great story, man. And you know, it, it's simple in nature, but usually those are some of the best because yeah, it just highlights that anyone can take a moment out of their day to do something nice for someone. It doesn't take much. Mm-hmm. And uh, typically, it just has nothing but positive ramifications. And in this case, a viral video <laughs> went on social media. And I'm sure that, you know, here's hoping it inspires other people to, you know, also get out there and uh, pass some fruit around. <laughs> <laughs> some fruit, anything, right? Just those anything, random acts anything. of kindness. Get that going. Yeah. So that definitely made me smile. Uh, some good news. Uh, check it out. We'll, we'll leave a link for you. But it's a great video. Uh, you'll definitely smile. <laughs> and the Gangster's Paradise, just <laughs> yeah, marvel at the edit. It's it's great. It's perfect. It's great. <laughs> Love everything about this story. It's awesome. All right. Well, before we get out of here, though, as, as we like to do, uh, Amy and I are each going to offer up a recommendation, something that we've been enjoying that uh, we're pretty sure you'll enjoy as well. So, Amy, what are you offering up this week? Well, this week, my recommendation is uh, a show on Netflix. It is uh, two, there's two seasons worth of episodes to watch um, of Tiny House Nation. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> I think I think the reason I was so fascinated by this show is that the idea of tiny house living, I, I, it just seems like such a challenge <laughs> in so many ways. But I know that a lot of people are, um, you know, downsizing and um, trying to live a more minimalist lifestyle and um, adopting a tiny house way of life definitely requires all of that. Do you have to downsized tremendously to um, live in a tiny house. And uh, so the show is really interesting because it kind of showcases the whole process. So these families decide that they want to um, live in a tiny house, which is typically, um, I mean, imagine like a, a, a trailer home type of a situation. So it's usually mobile. But they will oftentimes create um, different amenities that as you're stationary, you know, you can expand your porch or have like a little balcony area or, you know, weird, weird little add-ons to um, your tiny home. Uh, <laughs> right, right. But the, the process is very interesting. So they work with the families who are transitioning from living in a home or whatever their current living situation is to... Um, designing these super customized little tiny homes. Oftentimes it's like families. So it's really interesting to see how they um, design these tiny homes, the family's process of, you know, going from wherever they're currently living and the downsizing process that they have to go through to be able to live in these tiny homes once they're done. Um, and then just the the reveal at the end, you know, it's like any of those home makeover shows. It's kind of fun to see the end result. There's definitely some creative things going on in the tiny house world and uh, tiny house nation um, is just a, it's just a fun, feel good show to watch. If you're into the whole like 
home reality TV genre. Um, and uh, if you're like me and just intrigued by this tiny house lifestyle, um, and I think the reason it's so intriguing to me is that it just seems like such, oh, it would be a challenge for sure, I, I would think, to live in such small quarters. But it's really interesting to me the way that they design the spaces to be able to accommodate all of these different things. That's what I get fascinated by is just the layouts and yeah. just how creative mm-hmm. some of these mm-hmm. places are, you know? Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, so if you're just looking for something, you know, you don't have to focus too hard on what's going on. There's no, like, crazy drama or all this action. It's just a a, a simple, feel-good, kind of mindless TV watching opportunity. Um, definitely check out Tiny House Nation. Uh, give it a watch, and, and uh, I think you might enjoy it. So, yeah, Tiny House Nation on Netflix. That's my recommendation. Very nice, very nice. How about you? What do you got for us this week? All right. Well, I'm going to offer up a, a sitcom that I have enjoyed for the last number of years. It's still currently airing on ABC. Uh, it comes on, uh, I believe it airs every Wednesdays at eight o'clock. Uh, but I'm going to recommend The Goldbergs. <laughs> this is a show that <laughs> I was a little late to. I believe I didn't come in until about season four. And they're currently on season nine. So it's definitely been around for a bit. But I absolutely adore this show, mainly because there is so much nostalgia. <laughs> like, you know, it's it's a show that takes place in the 80s. Uh, it's created by Adam F. Goldberg. It, it kind of loosely uh, ties into his childhood. I enjoy how uh, each episode it's a take on an event from his life and sort of towards the end, like he'll play like actual home movies uh, that sort of tie into the episode you just watched. And, and it's really interesting, like how it all comes together. It's it's just a fun show. You know, the, the mother on the show, Beverly Goldberg, uh, kind of reminds me of my own mom. <laughs> so <laughs> it's uh, a lot of similarities there. I just love, uh, you know, anytime they're in like someone's bedroom or room or whatever, like just looking at all of the the little uh, tchotchkes and, you know, the, the pictures and it, everything they have on that show, it just brings back memories because it's something that I either had or wanted or, you know, knew someone who had like in the 80s. And so it's just this like nice nostalgic trip uh, down memory lane each and every episode. And uh, yeah, it's just funny too. I mean, the characters are so uh, so hilariously over the top that you just can't help but, you know, belly laugh each episode. It's just so good. <laughs> Those are the best kind of shows, yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's never a dull moment. And yeah, if you're uh, you know someone like me who grew up in the '80s, uh, you will absolutely love this show because it'll bring back so many memories, uh, <laughs> so many memories. You can check it out at ABC. It currently airs uh, every Wednesday at 8 o'clock. Or you can also catch uh, past episodes on Hulu. It is streaming uh, on there as well. So, The Goldbergs, my recommendation. I think you'll uh, love it. All right. Well, I think that about does it for this episode. If you enjoyed your time with us, the best way to ensure you never miss a conversation is to subscribe and follow the podcast. You can find out how to do that at worldofhopes.com. 
And we would also love to connect with you between episodes on our Instagram. We are at AWO Hopes. And uh, come follow us there. We'd love to follow you and and see what uh, what hope is going on in your world. Uh, so don't forget to find us there. Tag us in some hope stories of your own. And uh, yeah, be a lot of fun to connect with you there. Well, thanks for listening, friends. Until next time. Take care. We'll see you soon. Bye. Time to create some podcast magic. Or something. <laughs> low expectations. Low expectations. Okay. It's my philosophy to life. <laughs> low expectations, eh? Never get disappointed.